This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Hello, everyone, and welcome into today's edition of Talking Cowboys. Finally, at our normal time of 11.30 a.m. Central Time, coming to you live from the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Of course, joined by Mickey, Rob, Brian, myself. We are going to finally really dive into this Rams game. But before we do that, I have to know, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. Mickey's wearing some Rams colors over there. Is that a fantastic? Yeah. Our, our, our brothers at 105.3. Gold? Do you see this? They're wearing blue and green on the other side, Ramsey. And then you're wearing the gold Rams over there. And what do you got on? White? I'm just neutral black and white here. The, vi- the visiting white? Visiting white. So if you guys are listening, sorry. But if you watch on Connected TV <laughs> devices radio, or our app, yeah. you yeah. can see that. Mickey, you guys should all download our Connected TV devices. You are kind of Ramtastic, aren't you? Ramtastic? Yeah. Well, I just needed a little blue, but I've got that tie to wear today for tv fair enough that's the michael irvin approach you know he wears on the nfl game day the opposing opponent colors and yesterday we cleared some things up here in the training table we're lucky to have michael irvin around sometimes and he was he's walking with mickey and i said uh hey michael mickey gave me a hard time today because i said that uh you know the other day todd Gurley was giving you a hard time about whooping up on the cowboys and he goes he was seriously joking (laughs) <laughs> it's like when you say, like, hey, that yeah. shirt doesn't look that good. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. Just Are you kidding. really just kidding? There's always a little truth in every joke, you know? There but is. Yeah. There's a lot of truth in every joke. Well, that's that's poignant. That's a it's <laughs> <laughs> another quote from Mickey that we'll write we'll that down. Yeah. Put it in the book. Time. Book of quotes. All right. So Sean Lee didn't do anything yesterday. Of course, it was just basically a walkthrough practice in air quotes. Yeah. He didn't do anything and a lot of people are starting to worry, of course, with the short week and if he will be able to play this week. What do you guys think? I think they should be worried. I bet he doesn't do anything today. Yep. And he may not do anything tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then about 10 o'clock on Sunday, they'll check and see if he can do a lot on Sunday. Uh, yeah. I just think that they're going to let him rest as much as he can. And I think he's the one player who probably can get away with playing a game without practicing a whole heck of a lot. So. I just don't expect him to do much this week. Very similar scheme to what the Redskins have done over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, and Sean Lee's faced this Sean McVay Redskin attack, you know, the last couple of seasons. So kind of understand that, hey, it's going to be about a lot of play action passes. There's going to be a lot of big plays in the game. You got to be ready for all that. So, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm from the approach that usually when guys don't practice Friday, they don't play. Yeah. That's, you know, you, you've seen me. Mickey likes to make fun of Not make you're fun, out. but he always, you're out. And I, I, I'm one of those guys that, you know, but we've, we've seen. I mean, Anthony Hitchens was a game-time guy one time against the Colts. but Hey, Pia didn't really do much. Pia yeah. didn't do anything. Well, he, he worked out on his own out yeah. there. Yeah, and but I just, it, it's one of those things with Sean Lee and, you know, with the hamstring. Are you going to, you're going to win the battle or you want to win the war? You know, yeah. that that's, you know, you got a bye week coming up and stuff like that. I so, right. I mean, you know, do you get him ready for Green Bay? Do you feel like and that, okay, I'm not going to win. Well, I shouldn't say not win. I, you're going to lose the hamstring battle here. Mm-hmm. 
But is it going to help you maybe win that war against Green Bay? I've been dealing with those hamstrings. Were you there when he talked about it yesterday? It was a little off the record. Sean Lee. Off to the side of the locker room. I heard secondhand. It wasn't off the record. It was off to the side. Yeah. Well, so. What he said. What he said. He said it wasn't. He said it wasn't uh, as bad as some of the other ones he had. But he said, I'll just test it and we'll see. So. Well, to he Brian's was pretty point, vague about just where he was at. To Brian's point, whenever and they've had some injury hamstring issues with guys already this camp. They they always say you don't want to turn it into a six week injury. Yeah. He is too important to what they do. Absolutely. So I think if they need to err on the side of caution, they will. The interesting thing to me, Tay, is you look at this roster and if Hitchens isn't ready to go, which Garrett said as well, if he does anything today, he'll be very limited. You got four healthy linebackers on your roster right now. So what do you do if you don't have either one of them? And, you know, you've got a fullback who used to play linebacker. So there's some things they can do, uh, but you're awfully thin at that position. I talked to Anthony Hitchens in the locker room yesterday. It was off to the side. And, uh, <laughs> Anthony, But on the record. Yeah, he's a great guy. I really enjoy him, and he's, he's very – Just gr- trying to be accurate, that's all. Hey, appreciate it, Ramsey. Anyway, <laughs> so Anthony Hitchens, great guy. He's talking, you know, he's excited to get back to practice this week. You know, he said that he feels like he will be able to do stuff this week, get out there, get more comfortable. He obviously didn't know if he was going to be able to play. That's really not his decision. Right. But he was anxious to get out to practice. I mean, he looks good. He's been working out every day here, even when they've been on the road. You know, he said he's just hungry to get back there because he was so happy with what was going on in the preseason. Oh, he's yeah, great. outstanding. Yeah. Great yeah. camp. Yeah. So he's ready to get back. The linebacker there. situation might be really good when we get to this Green Bay game next week. Yeah, just wait a little it might longer. Not, yeah, wait a little longer and it might turn out. Now, this is something you have to think about as well. They play a lot of Mickey's dime stuff. You know, that, that Deacon front they, they play, and, and you only need two linebackers to play that. True. So if all of a sudden, and I asked a Cooper, uh, Cooper Cup question today, you know, they're going to get a lot of 11 personnel for the for the, the Rams. That's how they attack you. And so it might mean, let's okay, let's play three down linemen, two linebackers, and then the rest, you know, defensive backs. You feel good about those young guys? Now you got a couple of those cats nicked up a little bit, but that might be their way of getting around things where they can go where they don't have to have but four linebackers to dress. The cool thing about this discussion, and – like you said, you, you play those sub packages, at least in base and maybe in some sub work. We're not talking about Jalen Smith as, as like a liability, liability right. snaps-wise. Isn't I mean, that nice? No. Just penciling him in for however many snaps you need him to play. Well, the liability question became asked to Jason Garrett today was Justin Durant. Does Justin Durant play enough? And he played 30, I think he looked 32 at 32 snaps. 32 snaps the other day. That's okay. That's what you, you're going to need Justin Durant to do. So, yeah, I, I don't. Should you be worried about Sean Lee? Yes, absolutely, because of what he brings every week to the defense. Mm-hmm. Are there ways they can work around it? Yes, there are ways they can work around it, but you know we'll see how they have to go to that route. Yeah, on the more positive note, Jordan Lewis pretty much ready to go now. A lot of people were worried about his hamstring, and he wasn't even on the practice report yesterday, so it's good to see that, especially yeah. with those secondary woes. I think that Orlando Skandrick, you know, a couple of people were worried when he went out of the game, but really that was just IV, cramps. Yeah, yeah, IV thinks. So, you know, I do you feel better about that. Obviously, Cheeto still dealing with the hamstring and Nolan Carroll, you know, still limited with the concussion. But 
they're getting back to a little bit of where they were. You might, I might. think we find out more today. Yeah. Because yesterday point. was a walkthrough. Yeah, good point. And you could walk through. Hitchens can walk through. Cheeto could walk through. You um, could walk through it. Lewis probably marker. could do the whole thing. Very similar to what Coach was describing as uh, an Oxnard practice. And I know fans that have gone out to Oxnard and watch practice don't get an opportunity to watch the morning practice. So, you know, it's a lot of baseball caps and shorts and T-shirts and stuff like that. And you're kind of moving around and not, not really trying to knock balls down, you know, not trying to run your route with full speed or anything coming off the line. But, you know, it was, it's moving around. And I think there were some positive things with – it sounded like that Carroll was limited. It sounded like that you talked about it, uh, Tay, with Hitchens and Awuzier. And Mickey's right. You're going to know a lot more today of how they're going to probably go forward here with their uh, practice. I I, I, can I, I can I ask a question real quick, and uh, and it's it, it's it pertaining to Nolan Carroll. If Nolan Carroll does Nolan Carroll get his starting spot back from what you've seen, guys, with from so far with Jordan Lewis and though with with Anthony Brown, you, you you've got a, st- a solid starter in Scandrick. But is this one of those things where you know Nolan Carroll is going to probably be put to the side because of better play I would be awfully hesitant the way Jordan Lewis is playing to all of a sudden cut down his snaps because it seems like so far the more he plays the better he gets so yeah I mean I think and this is something you push for all camp like the frustrating part with these guys these young guys being hurt was that there wasn't that competition that you expected to see right so yeah, I think guys can continue playing into more snaps. That's what we expect from these rookies is to eventually play. And we've seen it with Xavier Woods as well. Can I up the ante on the question? Go ahead. Do you expect him to keep his 53-man spot on the wow. roster? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that, that's, and you You're know what? I, a, I appreciate a spot that's going to be a question next No, week. I appreciate you bringing that up. I really do. That, that's a big picture thought right there. For next week? Wow. Well, if well, you, well, you yeah, get, no, him I mean, or Ben Wickery. David Irving. Yeah, David Irving. Yeah, he's yeah, trying to make a spot. He's trying to get yeah. a defensive tackle on the on the roster that could help you, you know, with some of that Deacon stuff. Put him at nose, let him go. I mean, or find it, you know, or I know you got Collins in there, but you know, maybe they don't have to play as much Deacon. And maybe, maybe they it can is play more nickel. Ben yeah. Wicker. When did they sign him? Ben Wickery was right before the season started. They picked him so up he and, in the final cuts. So he and Carroll in the same boat of if they wanted to take their guaranteed base salary, if right. they got cut, they would get it. Right. I was thinking he came later. Yeah, the, the thing – It wouldn't save you any money. Yeah. That's, I'll, I'll that's, say this. You look around the roster, there's not an easy cut there, you know. There, there's every guy is either a young guy you like or there's – They might have to find a linebacker too if we're thinking – I mean, we, mm-hmm. we talked about kind of hinted that things maybe would be better next week. Yeah. But I, I, I admire you for saying that because that's a bigger picture thought right mm-hmm. there. You know, has Nolan Carroll – It's an important discussion. Yeah, has Nolan Carroll done enough? And, and that's the thing is, you know, he got hurt, unfortunately. Uh, bad game – okay against the Giants, bad game against Denver. Uh, didn't get a chance to play this week. You know, he, he might be healthy enough. That some coaches like those crutches. They like the crutch of and then, the veteran you know, guy. And Ben Wickery, he was active, but he really didn't get but a couple snaps. Didn't do anything. Or didn't get any yeah, snaps. They played he, special, special teams. teams, yeah. So. Who, because, yeah, who is who would you rather have? That Their their choice is going to be, who would you rather have, Ben Wickery or would you rather have Nolan Carroll? And obviously with Nolan Carroll being the starter, you know, that you're thinking, well, you know, that's. That's easy. That's easy to do. So I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a I think it's a, a really when you're looking big picture, you think about, you know, you, you, Garrett likes to talk about we think about today 
but like the personnel guys kind of think of, okay, what's going to happen in the future? You know, by the way, the Rams, now they had a regular practice yesterday. They did, and they had a lot they of had a injuries. bunch of guys. Uh, Connor Barwin, their starting outside linebacker, that was got a re- rest, was a rest, rest. but he say. didn't yeah. practice. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner had a hamstring, their starting safety. He yes. didn't practice. John Sullivan, the center with a that's, hip. That's key right there. Didn't practice. Um, Andrew Whitworth took a rest Westworth day as well. resting. Tavon Austin out with a concussion. Yeah. yeah. They're so, getting healthier in the secondary, though. Kayvon right. Webster, their starting corners back to practice. He missed the last two games. Yeah, right. and they, that's, what, that's when we were talking about that Roby Coleman. It, it's two names, a hyphenated name, Roby, Roby Coleman. He's number 23. He's been their starter. This team has given up a lot of big plays mm-hmm. in the secondary. Yeah. I mean, they've given up a lot. For a team that has as good a pass rush as they have, they give up some big, big, big plays. Well, let's get to their and defense. they actually have let's less. Get to their defense. Oh, okay, that's what I was going to get to. They actually have less sacks right now than the Cowboys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They do. Yeah, they ten do. to eleven. Okay, so why don't <laughs> we start? A tie. With, start with you, Mick. What? Tell it, we are going to play some. What? Tell me more. Yeah. Tell, tell me. More. Tell us more. That's tell what. Us more. Tell you more. Defense. What do you want me to tell you more about? I got a lot to say today. Do you? Well, I don't tell know us more about the Rams' defensive. If I know guy enough about Michael Rockers, but yeah. that's my guy. Please the do. Nose tackle, six five, three hundred pounds. Yeah. Was the fourteenth pick in the twenty twelve draft out of LSU. By the way, go Tigers. Mm. And. He's a load in the middle. And I know everybody wants to talk about Donald and the linebackers, uh, Quinn. Um, but this guy, you got to be able to neutralize him. Otherwise, he will mess up your offense. Absolutely. Right now, he's got 16 tackles. 13 of them are solos. He's got four tackles for a loss. And I've ran into a new stat. Stuffs. Ooh. Ooh. Not just stuff. Stuffs. Stuffs. He's stuffed three runs, I guess, was what wow. that means. Five years. At like the Rams being scrimmage, great about that. Right? So <laughs> watch out for him. Stuffs. Uh, I appreciate Mickey talking Travis, about Travis Frederick will go. have his hands full. Yeah. In matchups. He will line up yeah. on, on him. Now, I assume they go to a four-man line when they go to their, their nickel. But, again, then he's in gaps, and now That's you've got it. a problem there you go. with this guy. Yeah. Appreciate that, Mickey, because today in matchups, if you go on DallasCowboys.com, Michael Brockers and Travis Frederick, check it out, 250 words of how and why. <laughs> so that's, you know, it, he's absolutely right. People focus on really on Quinn and, and Donald, rightfully so. But Michael Brockers can wreck your running game mm-hmm. with that, with his size. He is a, a unusually big nose tackle. I mean, tall with length. And, I, you know, he's probably better built to play as a defensive tackle, which the Rams were. Very good defense for, as a 4-3 front. But I, I really uh, – he's going to be a handful for, for Frederick to have to deal with, you know, when they have to try and snatch him to get that running game going so they can get the ball in behind him. Well, now, like people have done it. it. Yeah. Right? They're they're 29th against the run right now. Right. But he's he is a factor. But he's people a guy. He's Carlos a factor. Hyde pretty easily last week. Yeah. And, I mean, granted, that's a divisional game, but yeah. – yeah, Brockers is for real. He's, he is a guy, for real. he's a guy the Cowboys might have drafted in 2012 if they hadn't trade up for Mo Claiborne. That's a guy they were really looking Fletch, at. Him or Fletcher Cox. Yeah. Two. So many different options. Matter of fact, the Rams – sorry, Tay, the Rams – I'm just walking all over you today. The Rams drafted him in Dallas's spot. So that just tells you, you know, what they – you know, yeah. What they could have got, got out of got. that. Yeah, sure. Yep. A long-time guy. All right, Rob, 
Who's your guy? Well, Brian, you stole mine on the email chain this morning. So I went with an obvious guy, but a guy that is so key to what they do defensively, the key is Aaron Donald. Absolutely. Left defensive end. He's he's moving to a slightly it's technically it's a different position in this 3-4 defense for Wade, but he's really so far he's doing the same things. He's playing the 3 technique, one gap system, he's shaded over the guard and he's getting up the field and trying to rush the passer. And he's one of the best interior lineman in the league maybe the best at doing it he's got 29 sacks in his first three plus seasons in the league taking a few picks before Zach Martin by the way in 2014 mm. three pro bowls all pro the last two years question is is he is he rounded into shape you know he missed week one he's been holding out for a new deal played the last two games within a span of four days and ESPN reported he got 115 snaps in those two games so he's getting a lot of work despite the fact that he, he wasn't with the team the entire summer an interesting story, he worked out all offseason with the same guy that trained him on away from high school and then in college, a guy who's a, a family friend. So, you know, not your typical pro training in the offseason, hey, but it's gotten him ready for the season. Rob bringing the stats. And I he's, love yeah. it. He still looks good. He got a sack last week, and you wrote about this yesterday. He almost got a pick against the 49ers too. Yeah, you know, this, this is one of those guys to me that you know, Rob gave a really good thumbnail of what this player is, and he's absolutely right. Wade plays that scheme when you play 3-4. He doesn't play a two-gap scheme table. We were talking about when you – extend and look and look he is a gap player and go and uh, I have a feeling that we're going to see Wade put him over Chaz Green in this game yeah and see if Chaz Green can handle him one-on-one that's going to be he plays both sides but you watch him play in that three on the outside shoulder of Chaz Green and he is a very disruptive player another one of those guys like Brockers they, once they get up the field, they cause the ball and the block and the blockers to have to go sideways, and the ball goes back instead of going towards the line of scrimmage, it goes away from the line of scrimmage, and you know he can he can cause a lot of problems that way. Here's how good Aaron Donald is. When he was at the Senior Bowl, even I could tell yeah. that guy was special. Yeah, I well, mean it was he was the best player we saw that year. And oh. he's only like six feet tall. Six well, feet tall. Was, yeah. He's yeah. Leroy Glover. The... He's Leroy Glover to me. He's yeah. a, he's a he's that similar type of a six. And I wanted to ask Garrett this question today, and, and Christy Scales kind of got into the Aaron Donald question. I wanted to ask him because Zach Martin, when they evaluated Zach Martin in that draft, Zach Martin, like Mickey said, we were at the Senior Bowl watching those reps every day, and Zach Martin was the only guy that can block him. <laughs> he was yeah. the only guy. And so all of a sudden you're thinking, wow, we really love Aaron Donald. But here's this guard tackle from we're Notre Dame. Yeah, line. yeah, we're thinking this. Look at this tackle from Notre Dame playing guard, and he's blocking him every single snap. So you're sitting there thinking, "Wow, that's pretty special right there." But yeah, Aaron Donald, he he reminds me so much of what Leroy Glover was when he played for the Cowboys. That disruptive kind of a player. Hey, well, we're gonna get to the last two. Tell me more, guys. Right after this first break, you guys can call us. The number is two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. We will be right back. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credits start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed, fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Hey, Cowboys fans. Did you know that over the next few years, more than a million service members will transition from military to civilian life? 
Veterans face unique challenges when they get out of the military, and Bank of America and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up to help with financial education, career opportunities, and support of military nonprofits and organizations locally in North Texas and across the country. We're proud to support our troops and are deeply grateful for the dedication and sacrifice of our service members and veterans. Bank of America, official bank of the Dallas Cowboys, invites you to join us in our efforts to get involved by tagging game day photos on social media using hashtag TroopThanks, that's hashtag TroopThanks, and by learning more about our commitment to veterans at bankofamerica.com slash military support. Together, we can thank our troops in ways that make a real difference. Copyright 2016, Bank of America Corporation. It's bowling night with friends and you're hanging out together. You picked up a spare, but you're craving something better. A thirst runs deep inside, you don't know what to do. You crave a nice little Dr. Pepper and a hero to save you. Crave Rider. You ride the wave of Dr. Pepper when you're craving Dr. Pepper. Crave When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Pick up an ice-cold 20-ounce bottle today. Dr. Pepper. The one you crave. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com cowboy to find a retailer near you this is talking cowboys tommy john gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts tell me about it with a contour pouch that nestles the boys wow three million pairs we've sold we've put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Is that, is that written correctly? We are back. Should we, we open up uh, a can of worms? No. Let's just go through <laughs> it. Huh? Fight through it, Mickey. Just let's fight just through go. it. Fight I, through. I, I decided I would check out the nestling today. That's great, Mickey. <laughs> I, I feel great. Say hello to everyone who's on the Yes. Hello, right now. everybody out there. Come Tommy on John. through. Tommy He's John. He's nestling today. <laughs> Back in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Not to be confused with wrestling, right? We're here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio, and we are getting through our second segment. Hey, we've already gotten through two guys of our Tell Me More for the Rams defensive guys you should look out for. But let's get to Brian's guy. Who is your guy that we should know more about? Mark Barron, the inside linebacker. linebacker. And we go back to that draft with you. We talked about with Fletcher Cox and Brockers and – and Claiborne, uh, Mark Barron was selected by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mm-hmm. right after the Cowboys pick there. It uh, was a safety at Alabama and really never, ever played well enough at safety to, you know, it may, all of a sudden now there's a position switch. And, you know, he's, he's put on weight. He's still a little bit of a liability in the run. And now if the ball's going sideways and he has to go chase it, Mark Barron can do that. Mark Barron is one of those guys that, you know, he's got a little, he's got some quickness to him. He's got that ability to run, but the, the his take on, and you, you've seen offensive linemen when they get into him. And I'll be really interested to see in this football game, because if he's not able to avoid, that's where I would take this football. I would run it right at Mark Barron and, you know, and Alec, Alec Ogletree is a good linebacker for them as well. He was out of Georgia. That was taken the year before. 
And he's one of those guys that, to me, I I mean, I, I like I like Ogletree, but Barron is the liability. And so let's see how he plays in this game. The pass coverage stuff underneath, not a problem. But let's see him, him having to take on Chaz Green. Let's see him having to deal with Travis Frederick. Let's see him having to deal with Zach Martin and see if he can get off those blocks. Because if he can't, that's that's your soft spot where you need to run the football. Absolutely. All right. Well, I like what you said about him. Look out for Mark Barron. And don't look out. For, yeah, look out for him in a way that maybe take advantage of him. Well, let's let's yeah. pressure it. When yeah. that yeah. Redskins game, when Redskins put up what two hundred thirty yards yeah. rushing, was that those inside? Because Alex Tree is a uh, he's a converted outside. linebacker. He's an outside too. linebacker I mean, too. When right. you make these switches to schemes, it's harder. Yeah, I mean, it's not a perfect fit for every guy. So is, is that kind of the weak spot? Yeah, I, 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 the the liability, their defensive line, like you guys have talked about with the two players you mentioned. That's that's the Strong. strength. That's the strength of their group. But you get past that first level and the second level, Ogletree can make plays. Barron can make plays. But it has to be a lateral play. The plays that go at them, they tend to have their, their problems. So that's that's why I wanted to point that out. They're giving up 139 yards rushing a game. Yeah. Hey, I like that. I'm going to go say it right now. That I said the opposite when the Cowboys played the Broncos. And I said if the Broncos run for 140 yards, Cowboys are getting beat. The Cowboys run for 140 yards. They win this game. They win this game. There we go. Ezekiel Elliott's the only running back out there. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to go with a guy. We've talked a lot about the Redskins' familiarity with this team. Obviously, Sean McVay coming from over there, Joe Barry, all those guys. But somebody from the Eagles came over to the Rams this past offseason, and his name's Connor Barwin. Yeah. Connor Barwin has played the Cowboys eight times and had a lot of success when he goes up against them. He's had five sacks and 30 tackles mm. when he goes up against them. He would kind of, you know, get that D-line going if it wasn't Fletcher Cox and everything. Obviously, Mickey told you a little bit earlier he had a rest day or yesterday because right. he is an older guy. But that familiarity, you know, sometimes breeds that competition. We saw Von Miller get hyped, and those guys get hyped on that. But just want to tell you guys, Connor Barwin is over there. If you guys have heard his name, what you have, if you've been listening to this podcast, so yeah, I tell you what, that's good. That's good, and that's going against Lyle Collins yeah. over there on that right side. Good so. Matchup. Yeah, good matchup over there. Another one of those guys that has quickness, length, all the things. You, you described him perfectly, Tay. And, you know, he's a guy you definitely have to account for in the running game. He he doesn't always play with a strong edge. He always doesn't set the edge. But it, when he gets in, if it turns into a passing game, watch out because he can't attack that corner. No rest for the wicked over there for Lowell Collins. No. no. Keep no. rolling. Hey, I like what Mickey said about the 139 yards rushing. And, you know, if the Cowboys do get that in this game, they will they will come away with a win. So Ezekiel had a bounce-back game on Monday night. We've just talked about how strong this D-line is and how these guys can stop the run and block them. Hey, look away from blo Brockers. That was a lot of blocking and Brockers yeah. right there. Yeah. But how can Ezekiel continue on pace and hopefully get back to the norm of, of getting those 100-yard games? In this game against this strong D-line. Well, against the D-line, they, they've got the capability. Mickey's right, though. They've given up yards, but, you know, we, you got to you still you got to be alert of what's going on over there. I think with, with Elliott, though, and I, I keep asking this, you know, I, I keep wondering this, it's about making those guys miss. They, they can't account for every single guy that the Rams or any defense is going to put in the box. They just can't do it. And so, you know, if the Rams are committed, they, they've got to figure out that, okay, do you want to – do you want to give up the run to maybe hold up your your secondary against the pass? We've seen what Dak Prescott's been able to do throwing the football on the move. 
You know, that's that's something that that's been very very, uh, especially like the Arizona game. That was something we we're starting to see those plays going down the field. The Rams have got to figure it out. Are we going to commit somebody down? Are we going to try? You know, they, we talked about Barron and him being a little bit of liability. Do they bring a safety down? Do they allow the big plays? You know, I, I think it's it, it's about a little bit about Ezekiel Elliott. You know, he get, got a little taste of, of some success last week again. Get back to making those guys miss. You know, again, they can't account for everybody. I keep saying that. They can't account for everybody. Well, here's how you account for everybody. First play of the game, they better go four wide, play action, and throw the ball 40 yards down the field. And see if they can stop it. Well, you know what? Makes <laughs> and that start up. loosening it up yeah. to make people back off. Yeah. Because you can't keep banging your head against the wall. The wall's going to win, right? So they've got to get away from – handing Zeke the ball on first down to start the game. I yeah. want to see play action and just wing it. And I don't care if it's incomplete or not. Just plant the seed that we ain't messing around here. Well, they planted hey, the seed with Bryce Butler. I was just going to say, yeah. Bryce Butler showed them that they could do that this week. But also, you notice, guys, you didn't name anybody in their secondary when we did the Tell Me More game. And that makes yeah. me very excited because yeah. for the first three weeks, there have been some big playmakers for the opposing sure defenses, especially in the secondary. And Des Bryant has had a lot of hard matchups. This is the first week that I feel more comfortable, especially with him going up against a guy like Trumaine Johnson. Obviously, he's a good guy. You know, they put the franchise tag on him. But will it be to Des Bryant your first play? I don't care who it's to. I just want the ball going down the field to set the tone, and I don't want to wait to the third quarter to find Bryce Butler down the field. Right off the bat. I And I don't care if it's incomplete. I don't care. Yeah. Just – Wing it down the field and give them something to think about because they, they, they've they got to loosen up the front. And if you can't run through it, then you got to pass over it, and you might as well start there. And sometimes you got to use the pass to open up the run. Go ask Troy Aikman. It happened a lot. Uh, use the pass. It helped in the Arizona off. game. Yeah, yeah. back them off and then start handing the ball. You know, they talked about wearing them down. Well, okay, maybe they wore them down late in the game, but the, what they also did is threw the ball down the field, and all of a sudden Arizona's going, oh, yeah. maybe we better devote somebody else to be back there and cover those deep passes. So, yo, Rennie, go after him. Yo, Rennie. I like that. You didn't. You guys don't know. No. Who are you? TV show was called Rin Tin Tin. Rin Tin Tin. Rin Tin Tin. Good one, Mick. But can they capitalize on this poor secondary? Not poor secondary, but just a weaker They give it big plays. Yeah, yeah, they give up big plays. Yeah. I mean, you, you, block, you block the front and, you know, you don't you keep the pressure off them. Yeah, absolutely they can. They've got the ability. Mickey's right. They could throw the ball down the field. I just don't know if it's in Dallas's DNA, Mickey. I well, just I just don't know if it's in Scott Linehan's DNA. To wanna, just, they want to run the ball. They want to run the ball. Yeah. And, and, and I, I love what you're saying, Mickey. I, I really do, do. But I don't want to keep running into the wall. Yeah. What about more screens and quick outs? Well, you know, anything to you know, anything to kind of back them out of there. Yeah, but but they, they I just. I just don't see Linehan going that route, Tay. I really don't. I think he's, I think he's like saying, okay, we're going to try and, and run this football, especially on first down. You know, you can play with numbers however you want, but this is one of those things. One of these times, Dallas's offense is still seventh in the league when it comes to you know forty six percent of the time they get four plus yards on first down. I know it doesn't seem like that, but you know if you look at their if you look at their numbers. That's what it tells you. That yeah, they, but they, the they, problem is, Brian, is when they run the ball on first down, they're averaging like three, three and a half yards. Yeah. 
Well, which yeah, puts them in second and long. Well, this is this is rushing. This is just I'm just saying, Mickey. This is just rushing for four plus yards on first down. It, it doesn't seem. You're right. It seems like they're banging their head against the wall. I totally agree with you on that. But, but is it any different than it was last year? I mean, it, this they, team they ran is, the ball on first down last year and ran it effectively. Let me and, tell you this and, though. And I don't think they're devoting ten Oops. guys in the box here. I mean, they've had trouble the last two games on the road. How many guys do you think are in the box when they line up two two tight ends? Mickey, they're, they're going eight. Can I can I give you can I give you a little stat here, Mickey? I think this is going to make you smile. They've run against eight men. 2000, 2017 play selection on first and ten. You mm-hmm. ready? They've had seventy of them. Thirty five runs, thirty five passes. That puts them eighteenth in the league. They're 50-50. The team that runs the ball more than they pass on first down is the Indianapolis Colts at 72%. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are at 35 runs, 35 passes. They've averaged 3.91 on first down runs, like Mickey said, and they've averaged 6.86 on pass attempts on first down. Okay, Ooh. so we've got conflicting stats because I looked up the first down stuff on NFL Jesus and they had 36 runs averaging 3.28 yards and 44 passes averaging 6.39. Yeah. This is from this is from Stats Inc. This well, is what the team This was from the NFL. Yeah. So anyway, 3.35 is a lot different mm-hmm. than 4. Yeah. That means there's a lot of less than threes in there to get you to 3.28. Yeah. So he's going to fight for balance. When you're not when you're not getting something on first down, you're struggling because yeah. then it's second and long, and, and even even if they're averaging six and a half yards passing on first down, that's that, that's dumping the ball underneath. Well, I, I know you're saying take a shot, but you're also risking an incompletion and being in second and ten. And then third, third and, and ten, which third. has been there. I just want to plant the seed. I know what you're saying, but you I know, didn't say the whole time. I said okay. the first play. All right, but you know the Denver game, they they tried a little. They dipped their toe trying to run the ball, didn't work. Got away from it. Then they got behind. Well, what so happened then, the first? Then the you first, have no rhythm going in your running. What game. happened the first three plays against Arizona? I have to go back and look at it. Do you know? It, off the top of my head, it was a it was run. a three and out. It was yeah. an incompletion, and then a, a three yard pass to Witten. Yeah. They just need to get some traction early. They need to get a – you know, this team led the league in five-minute drives last year. Yeah. And we're, I think, right it, up there in terms of ten play drives. And that's their offense. And and they've just gotten out of it. They haven't been able to get in sync early in games. That's because – they and then their other problem is they can't convert on third down. They're, they're, last year they converted 42% of their third downs. This year they're at 34. Yeah. Well, the last two exactly. weeks they've been down 7 nothing before they knew it, too. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's been a problem. Absolutely. They have had some slow starts that way. Defensively, they just haven't, you know, they haven't got anybody off the field yet. Well, win the coin toss. Win the coin toss. I like what Mickey's (laughs) saying, though, about, you know, giving him some different reads and something that the Cardinals saw last week and that a couple of Cowboys fans have been rooting for, maybe a couple more than that. But Dak Prescott had a rush touchdown, and he's had seven in his career. Four have come in primetime games. And when he does that, when he has a rush touchdown, the Cowboys are 6-0. and oh. There you go. Ben, yeah. And oh, no, this is a noon start. This yeah. is a noon start. <laughs> so, you know, hey, maybe what I see, though, is that his legs will be fresh. He'll be ready to go. So, you know, the Cowboys are now prepping with Dak learning to get more comfortable with the run. Right. Maybe, you know, he doesn't see the long pass, Mick, but what do you feel about him running on first down? I don't, Never. don't want to start that. Well, I love it in the red zone. 
I love I, it in the red I, zone. I love the the zone read stuff they do there because it takes some of the pressure off Zeke. And and we saw it last year. They're really effective doing it. I'm I'm with Mickey. I don't I don't want him being RG three and running around and, and really risking his body. When you uh, think of certain when, situations, absolutely. When you think of that, you just think of two plays. The tackle he got pretzeled Oof. against Denver Oof. and the dive into the end zone when he almost landed on his head. Yeah. You don't want a heavy dose of that. You're going to lose your quarterback. It sure looked cool, though. Boy, it was great. Yeah. Saw a lot of that in Cam Newton. Flipped right over him, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, but what I'm saying is that Dak is a good rusher himself. And, hey, hopefully if they get 139 yards plus, he's part of that. It's certainly an element they have to account for. Mm -hmm. And and this is, as Brian pointed out, I mean, this is a run defense. This is – it's funny that when we're going to talk about the Rams offense tomorrow, that's been the strongest part of this team. That has been and, the best and, part of their, their team. And Wade is an unbelievable defensive coordinator, but they haven't – I don't know if they've quite figured it out yet. So what have they done wrong? I mean, they gave up 39 points to San Francisco. Yeah. it was a, 27 that, to Washington. Yeah. That what, what's been wrong? It's been the big plays. They, they, they are, they're one of the worst in the secondary when it comes to giving up big plays. They, they, their offense is one of the best when it comes to big plays, especially on first down. But when they get when they get in when they get in like long yardage situations or they just, can't handle they it. can't handle it. Yeah, they they give up plays. They're one of the worst tackling teams after catch in the league. Actually, they're they're thirty second in the league. Run after catch, they give up more yards than anybody else in the league. That's that's troubling right there. You throw a ball to somebody, and all of a sudden it's a seven yard gain, turns into a thirty seven yard gain. Yeah, that's 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 bad defense yep. right there. That's big time. Now a guy that has been active for the past two weeks, Noah Brown. We saw a little bit of last week. What can he really do in this game at all? How can Noah Brown contribute to the Cowboys offense this week? I think they like to use Noah Brown in their running situations. The crack toss, we saw the ball go on the outside. They like the big body coming inside. It's a bigger body than what you normally see with Terrence Williams. Now what they've got to do is they threw him a ball the other day, which is good. Get him in a route. You know they were gonna they were gonna try and throw the ball to Terrence Williams underneath, and that and the linebackers drove on him, and it allowed it allowed Noah to go over the top. They had two level read, and so Dackett was able to hit him. You've got to find ways to throw the ball to him if you can, because you don't want it to be one of those tendencies where all of a sudden Noah Brown's coming in the game and you're running crack toss, crack toss, crack toss. Devin Street was here when Street came into the game. You knew they were running. Yeah, there. same thing with Dwayne Harris. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. I mean, big, but sometimes team coaches are very cavalier and they say, you know what, we'll put him in there and we're going to run the ball and we don't care. Mm-hmm. With Noah, though, he is a big body guy. He can get the edge, you know, but make sure, like they did the other day, throw him a pass. That was or, a huge play in the game. It was a huge play in the game. Set up the touchdown by Yeah, absolutely. It helps, definitely. All right, well, let's take our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We will be right back and we'll be getting into some of Rob's poll. So stay tuned for that. I voted. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, demand the best unlimited wireless plan ever from AT&T. What else do you want, a unicorn? 
Maybe. Only AT&T offers you unlimited data with HBO included and never pay overages. Get AT&T Unlimited Plus, our best wireless deal on unlimited data. Plus save $25 per month on DirecTV. It's entertainment your way. After 22 gigabytes of data usage, AT&T may slow speeds. Plan includes stream saver and videos will stream in standard definition unless you turn it off. $25 DirecTV savings requires AT&T Unlimited Plus. Credit start within three bills. Service prices subject to change. Other usage, speed fees, charges, and restrictions apply. See att.com slash unlimited for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. This is Talking Cowboys. Once again, we know all about that Papa John's pizza. The reason it tastes so great. Those ingredients, fresh, whole, never frozen pepperoni, 100% pork and beef, USDA approved. And with pizza ingredients like that, you can't miss on your pizza. Did you have a senior moment there? Yes, I did. Got it. I was ahead of myself. Remembering it. I, was like, I had the same problem with that's players. Your, your liner right there. No, like reading. He's got the I want you to gap. start memorizing all eight of those. <laughs> Nestle and whatever. I may come up with my own. Pouch. Soon. So before the break, we heard that Mickey did vote in today's poll. So I'm anxious to see if he got right what the fans Or if I remembered said. who I voted for. Exactly. Well, tell us, Mick, which Rams player are you most concerned with in this matchup? Aaron Donald, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, or Robert Quinn? Mm. Another pass rusher for the Rams. Aaron I believe Donald. I voted for Todd Gurley. Mm. Anybody got a vote? I would say Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. I voted for Goff. Wow. Nobody's got Donald. The fans, 49%, say Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Biggest concern, followed by Gurley. Goff at 9%. Yeah. Oh, 9%? Robert Quinn, only 4%. Wow. I I think because Robert Quinn will be going against Tyron Smith, so that's a pretty favorable matchup for you right there. Uh, It's interesting to me with with Goff and what what McVay's been able to do with him. you got to get him off, off sequence, though. He's... In, inside the 30-yard line, he's been incredible. He hasn't missed inside. They they get it, they get convert a lot of third downs inside the 30. They they, they finish a lot of drives. Complete that's why 70% they, of his passes. Yeah, that's why, they, that's why they score. Their scoring has been so good is because the fact that golf has taken advantage of the receivers. They got Watkins, Woods, Cooper Cup. These guys make plays for him. And Gurley, they throw the ball to him in the flat, and he makes a play. You know, he you got to find a way to disrupt him a little bit. I, I'm worried about him, especially if the if they get into a situation like we had early in the game against Arizona, where free access and routes and no real rush, and here we go, just kind of play play as you go. Jared Goff has a 143 quarterback rating when throwing into tight windows, yeah. one yard or tighter open yeah. for him. So hey, you're right. Throwing, what you're saying. Yeah, he's made some plays. Who'd you vote for? I didn't vote, Mick. I just make the poll. Do you ever vote? You don't you ever vote? vote for your the own poll master. Do you ever vote? Poll master. Do you ever vote? You never do. do you? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> I just want to be biased. I think yeah. that's fair. You know. Just want to just want to see the very results. Fair. I voted for a guy with nine percent. That's terrible. Hey, can you vote? That's more a, than once. I may say it's I'm a pretty sure good can. poll. It's a pretty good poll because these this team has a lot of talent. Both sides yeah. of the ball. You can pick a guy and say you got a key on this guy. Maybe they have to get girly conscious. They're in trouble. Yeah. 
Okay, well, we're not in trouble because we have a caller on the line. Nebby is on the line. Nebby, what's your question? Uh, 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 hi, everyone. Hi. Listen, I know the Rams have a high-powered um, offense, so, so, uh, uh, so quite honestly, uh, 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 in o- in order to beat the Rams, we, uh, uh, we have to uh, 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 we have to make uh, 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 big plays in the passing game. Con- uh, con- uh, convert on third down. Uh, 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 make sure that we get off the field on third down. And and limit the number of big plays we we give up. Uh, uh, take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and have a great weekend and a great week. Bye. Hey, Thanks, Debbie. Debbie. Good, Thanks. Good, good to hear from you, Neb. Where you been? Yeah. I bet he's been listening. Can't get through. Yeah. Hey, Nebby knows. Okay. Oh yeah. There's he a knows. there's a recipe for victory. Right yeah. There. He he's he's right though. Get you got to get out. You can't. Take advantage of the Rams, their big plays. Get, yeah. Take advantage of their defense. I like that. But in, limit limit what they do. And we yeah. just talked about Goff and Woods and Watkins and, and Gurley. He's absolutely right. You cannot let those guys get rolling in this yeah. football game. Well, and I like what Nebby said about converting on third down. I We know we just talked about that a little bit. And a struggle. At, at exhaust, but it's just it's so unlike this Cowboys offense. And with all the parts there, I think people are getting frustrated of why that yeah. is. They're yeah. they're in way more – I need to go look at it, but they've got to be in more, way more third and ten, third and long than they were last year. And yeah, it sure. It just comes down – we've talked about it. Running, running on the first ball. down. Run on, they, yeah. they, exactly. Do that better, they'll be in much better or shape. Run or pass, but winning on first down. Yeah. That's what you need to find. Win, win on first down, run or pass. They've been in too many third and six or longers, yeah. and they're not converting very many of those. Absolutely not. Hey, I know we talk about stats, and we haven't really got to the NFCs because right now the Cowboys are pretty much up at the top with the Eagles. But, you know, we're Redskins talking about Washington. Yeah, Washington, Washington 2 1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's at the top. Everyone's Except at the top. The Giants? Exactly. Oh. Because currently, with statistically showing. The Giants have the worst rushing offense and the worst rushing defense in all of football. That's surprising. A lot of pressure put on Eli Manning this year. Yeah, I mean, that's surprising about the run defense. That really it is because you look at that D line that they put what two hundred million in. Uh, It's it's that's true. It's a a, they've spent a lot of money on that. Uh, Money can't buy you happiness. Yeah, but they didn't. No, I'd like to try though. (laughs) (laughs) I'll buy a helicopter for you, Nick. Just just give me a shot, Mickey. Give me that money. I'll be fine. Yeah, I, that's it, it's not it's it's not surprising that their offense has struggled. Yeah, and they're one of the they're one of those teams when you look at and you talk about teams that have the ability to convert inside the thirty yard line to get into the red zone. Giants don't have a, a, a don't, Giants don't have a conversion yet inside the thirty yard line. They're zero for four mm. in converting. You know, and, and they just they don't. And it's it's been it's a problem. They don't score. You know, then it, ultimately it's a. You know they're they're losing games. I mean they 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 got beat on a sixty one yard field goal the other day. Yikes! But that hurts. But they That's had to when sc- your season's not going. But they had to score twenty four points in the fourth quarter 
just to get back in the game. Well, we talked about it before week one. I mean, they didn't really address their offensive line. So now that doesn't help your running game. You got a 36-year-old quarterback who's under pressure. It's not a good They reason. don't run, yeah. But they, I mean, you have all the weapons in the world. Yeah, field yeah. goals aren't going to win you games. Nope. They, they've been kind of their enemy because Matt Prater made that one that looked like it was just not going in at all. And then Elliott gets the 61-yarder. And did you guys see that uh, Carson Wentz was mic'd up during the game and they were filming him during this, you know, while Elliott was going out there lining up and he goes, he makes this. I'm giving him my game check. I'm giving him my game check. Did you see that? I heard about it. Yes. And, and so what happened? Did they Anybody even put a charity? Follow up on that? Oh, it's charity, right? Up yeah. Very closely. Yes, Is charity. He, they're giving it to charity. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. For charity. I mean, yeah. even though I'm sure Elliot would have been happy to be ninety-seven thousand dollars plus more. I'm thinking if I'm a rookie kicker, I gotta, I gotta take that. There's my money right there, Mickey. It's my charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my charity. Yeah. No, they're gonna. That's what I heard. They're gonna do his choice of charity. Is what. Oh, I Elliot. like yeah. it. Yeah. So hey, good, I like that. Yeah. Hey, and then Deshaun Watson. Obviously, quarterback who almost was able to beat the Patriots last week is giving his game check to three employees of yeah. Energy Stadium who were greatly affected by Hurricane Harvey. And they had a very nice video. Obviously, Texas, we came together strong for that. So check out that video because that was a nice thing for the rookie quarterback. There's a lot of there's a lot of really good guys in this league. There are. There are a lot of guys that have come from nothing and 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 appreciate the fact that they they are where they are right now and. And they're willing to share. If you remember, Deshaun Watson, his family got a house from Warwick Dunn. You remember the the, the running back? I, I don't know, Taylor. It might be a little maybe a little no, I, of time. No, I've heard that. Yeah, Louisiana, War, yeah right? Warwick Dunn uh, went to Florida State and started a program building homes for single moms. And he was one of the first that uh, was able to get or he got a home from Warwick Dunn. So he benefited from an NFL player Is that right? stepping forward. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. So Great. a lot of really guys with big hearts in this league. Work done was like doing that once a once a year. Once a year. Yeah, he was well, building a home for a single mom. It is neat. You know, I think we talk a lot about this game, and this game is very important, but I think it's nice sometimes when we have this opportunity to talk about and highlight these great guys. Yeah. You know, there are different guys around the league who are continually trying to do better. So Absolutely. But that was neat to see Deshaun Watson yesterday. Very yeah. cool. I don't know yeah. if you knew that. And a little bit earlier, I know we were talking about Todd Gurley, and we'll really get into the Rams offense tomorrow. But Todd Gurley is the only player in the NFL to lead his team in carries, touchdowns, and reception. Mm. So if you shut him down. He's just he a great player. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him tomorrow. But, man, he, he's one of those guys that's probably benefited. The quarterback has benefited the most. Yeah. From the, the coaching change. And then the fact that the Rams went out and helped him with some better talent around him, offensive line talent, receiver talent, you know, that's that, that's a, that's a big commitment. And the quarterback talent yeah. in there, too. So how we've been talking They dumped today. the ball to him that much? He's the leading scorer in the NFL right Flat now. Flat pass, Mickey. Get ready for it. Up the field. Flat and up. Yeah. We'll really get into it. But how you guys are talking today, it kind of gives me some optimism. Because two weeks ago, we're sitting here getting ready for the Broncos game, and we're talking about how insane this Broncos defense is and how they're just so powerful. No one has the personnel like them in the league. And, you know, the Cowboys, their offense was still struggling a little bit, but the Cowboys' defense was doing better and everything. And it was kind of a mismatch game, and it ended up being a lopsided score at the end of the game. But on the other side of this – it sounds like this game could be more in the favor of the Cowboys having a, a strong defense but a strong offense, an offense that can attack their weak defense right now. Yeah, and I think being at home too will help. They, the crowd and the silent count and all that stuff, and Den, especially Denver, but Arizona too, it, it creates problems for your communication offensively. I think being at home should be able to help. And you pointed out, you know, they, they haven't been perfect defensively. 
they do have a good defensive front, though, and it is going to be imperative to block those guys up front. I like what you said about home field. Home field advantage was something that a lot of people questioned at the beginning of last season. Obviously, after the week one loss to the Giants, they went on to win all of their home games. Has it greatly improved? Will a noon game on Sunday against the Rams give them that edge this week? I think so. I think, I think it's a big – People will still be sleeping. Huh? <laughs> They'll be sleeping. Not us, Mickey. We'll be there at 7.30 a.m rather play there or Denver oh no I'd rather play at home okay I'm just saying don't think that I don't know I mean I'm, just, I'm talking about your I've offense seen too many your offense. Noon, noon games at, at home here that yeah. the fans aren't real fired up for yeah I you know I I there's been a time you know before even Dak and, and Zeke came where it was a struggle at home I mean Jason Garrett had to ask answer a lot of questions about you know, why are you playing so well on the road and not playing well at home? And, and you know, last year kind of turned things around. If you look, I, I felt like, you know, when the crowd, you know, he always says though this too, and it just came in my head, you got to give them reason to cheer. Yeah. You got to give them reason to, to get into the football game. And, you know, if they have a start like they did against Arizona, that, that I'm from Dallas, I'll admit this. We're a front-running team. We're yeah. a front-running crowd, you know, and so – you know, if things are going well, we tend to kind of go with it and, and be part of it. If, if not, then we struggle with that. And I, I just feel like they, they need to get off to a really good start. That, that's Captain Obvious. I, I, I'm sorry about that. But, but they really do need to get yeah. off to it, especially with the noon game. You know, get off to a good start. Get the crowd into it. You know, the last time I remember the Rams playing here, they weren't very good. And, and you know, uh, Sam Bradford was playing quarterback and a back went for 250 yards or something like that. And, you know, I mean, it, it was a great win for the Cowboys. Proud Brian moment? Well, no, that was in – that was the, the game that was played. That, that game was played in St. Louis. The Proud Brian oh. game. Proud Brian was born in St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, but, but – Proud the Rams. Proud Brian at home against the Rams was the DeMarco Murray game, and they just – they mauled Sam Bradford that game. Yeah, they need that similar type of – they need to get going on a roll again like they did last year. Hey, I like hearing that. Yeah. I like hearing that. Will Dak be able to maul this defense, though? I, I just want to see Dak have another consecutive good game. Yeah, I, I, it's to me, it's it's about the balance. It's about and 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 I appreciate what Mickey said about throwing the football. I think he's right about that. I think you have to take advantage of the situations that are played to you. The Rams, you know, they've got the front. I mean, to, 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 they're capable of making plays. Have they made plays defensively? No. All it takes is one game. You know, we saw what happened to the Cowboys against Denver. They got mauled in that game. What did they do to Arizona? They mauled Arizona. Once they settled down and started, you know, playing the assignments and they got pressure and things started clicking for them a little bit better. So all it takes is one time. You don't want to poke the bear with the stick too much. But, yeah, take advantage of what you're going to – and that means Dak. If it means having to read option, outside throws, be, be consistent. Don't put him in a lot of situations where he's the one having to make yeah. every single play. That, that's not fair to him. This, the, their quarterback is golf. Jarrett Goff has, has thrived with guys around him making plays. We thought coming into the season Dak Prescott was not going to have a sophomore slump because of the players around him. Those guys need to make some plays for They them. need to pick up their game. Yeah. Wide receivers need to run better routes yeah. and, and catch the ball. Yeah, they, they, they got, they got a, a couple of guys that made plays the other day. They, you know, they had, they had a couple. Of, when you look at what Bryce Butler was able to do and Williams was able to do, that, that goes to Mickey's point. That just shows you right there. When they do have receivers that make plays, 
they're capable of, of having success on offense. And the run game. When they won 13 games last year, he averaged 30 attempts a game. And that's when you think about 60 plays-ish in a football game, that's 50-50. And they need to get back to that. 50 attempts in Denver was crazy. 18 is an anomaly, too. They're, you never get 44 plays in a football game. So they need to – And win. And win, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's what's incredible. They need to get back to that balance. Well, just don't fall behind by 25 points. You yeah. talked about Cole True. Beasley getting you know, more protection than he's ever seen a lot in this Arizona game. How can he take advantage of the defense – for the Rams to kind of have the production we've seen from him with Dak. Yeah, the, he, I think it's about winning on the outside. But if Dez can win on the outside, that kind of clogs things a little, things a little bit in the middle for him. I mean that 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 and the running game. To me, if Dez can take care take care of his opportunities outside, that would that would really help things. Yeah, I, I they've they, he's come up against some really some very good slot players, mm -hmm. and even last week Arizona. To put a safety inside on third down teams have understood that Cole Beasley might not beat you on first and second down where Cole Beasley can kill you is on third down especially third and six third and five whatever he can kill you on those pivot routes and stuff like that so people have figured out that hey don't let him have the ability to change directions on you don't let him if you put a guy inside and a guy outside you're going to take away his ability to play to his strength which yeah. is his, his lateral quickness so yeah, he's gonna, you know, he's now gonna find a way to, okay, I know I'm getting some double coverage now on third down. You know, I've got to be a little bit smarter what I, I need to do, how I need to escape. Uh, you know, and the Cowboys have to be a little bit smarter, saying, okay, well, let's find somebody else here. Let's find, you know, if guys like Williams start making plays and Butler starts making plays, Whitten, you know, is gonna make a play. Throwing the ball to Ezekiel Elliott outside on the screen and him making a play. That all of a sudden now will spread things out and they won't, will no longer allow people to double team Cole Beasley. Yes, exactly. Now, we are going to get into the Cowboys' defense versus the Rams' offense because yesterday we told you that Demarcus Lawrence won NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Well, now he has won NFC Defensive Player of the Month. Of course, with 6.5 sacks, he is leading the league. But on the other side of that, we just told you Todd Gurley's doing great. So now we're going to get into it tomorrow. But you've got Todd Gurley, the NFC Offensive Player of the Month, and now you go yeah. going up against Demarcus Lawrence. So it'll be a great show, and you guys should join us tomorrow at 11 30 a.m we'll be right back here in the swbc mortgage studio so for mickey rob brian i'm taylor and we'll see you tomorrow this has been a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club How about this, cowboys?